0: Hey there, Grease the Wheels Nation. This is Eric, the producer, here to tell you again about our sponsor for today's show, toolheadscrate.com. Now, this month's Toolheads Crate, this is for September coming up, they are sponsored by Toolbox Widget. Toolbox Widget is a modular organization set that features interlocking organization for wrenches and screwdrivers. And judging by the photos of some of your toolboxes, you probably might want to pick this one up. Every Toolheads Crate box is $35.99 plus exact shipping. They ship out on the 15th of every month. And one lucky winner for the Golden Wrench this month is going to get their entire box outfitted with widget organization from Toolbox Widget. And of course, this is just in addition to all the other great stuff that you usually get in the Toolheads Crate box, such as t shirts, coupon codes, discount codes, and the things that give you a little taste of some of your favorite tool companies. Toolheadscrate.com, cheap box, better stuff. Keeping the lights on here at Grease the Wheels.
1: All right, boys and girls, it's Uncle Jimmy time. Yes, that's right, Grease the Wheels, the podcast for automotive technicians, is coming to you right now live from the Rock and Roll Garage. I am your host, Uncle Jimmy. Hey, I've got a weird one for you today, a kooky one. I was thinking about something, and I thought maybe I would put it out there and see what you guys think about this. Maybe give you, give me your opinions, your thoughts, maybe your plans, maybe whatever you've thought about this, your advice, okay? And I want your input on this one, okay? Because this is really just something that I came up with. I came up with this actually a long time ago, but uh, uh, I uh, want to revisit it. I haven't actually talked about it on the podcast. We have... We are experiencing in our particular occupation a very, very dire shortage of technicians. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And everybody knows what they are from technicians retiring to technicians quitting to technicians rage quitting from nobody coming in that's new. We're just not getting young guys coming into the shop and wanting to do what we do. I think that there's several reasons for this, okay? Number one is, as a technician, and I think every technician I know says the same thing, If, if somebody comes up to you and says, oh, you know, my son is thinking about becoming an automotive technician. And you've heard me say this before, we all say the same thing, we really do. Honestly, we all say, no way. Tell that fucking kid to go back to school, learn how to do something different, really literally anything other than being an automotive technician. We piss on the job. and We we piss on the job. We wouldn't recommend it for anybody for several reasons. Uh, All of the multitudinous scars on my hands and my arms. Sure, that's a good reason to not want to do this job. How about the ache in my back when I lay Flat on something for too long, yeah, that's that's a good reason, and that's courtesy of uh, big fat fucking tires on these stupid fucking high-performance SUVs that I work on. Uh, How about the aching feet? Yeah, that sucks. How about the damage to my clothing, okay? I've gone home with every fluid that comes out of a car having soaked my underwear. I'm talking, and some of it's not good. You get gas on your balls, that kind of fucking hurts, okay? Try not to try not to let that one happen to you, boys and girls. How about gear oil? You ever have that gear, you ever be like, Seriously, this has happened to me and I know it's happened to a lot of you too. You're out somewhere, maybe on a date, you're with a girl, you're with your wife, you're with your sister, your mom and dad, whatever, and you're eating something and you get your hand right up to your mouth and you smell gear oil because you had gear oil on your hand eight fucking hours ago at your job and you washed your hands, you took a shower since then, and you still can't get that fucking smell to go away. Okay, there's several reasons why being an auto mechanic sucks. So when people ask us, hey, my son, my nephew, blah, 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 who, he wants to become an auto mechanic, what do you think? I think he should fucking seek other employment, truly, okay? Unless you don't give a fuck about them, or unless you hate them. If they hate them, then tell them, go ahead, hey, go right ahead. Seriously, become an auto mechanic. No, it's a tough job, and we're having a hard time right now getting people To pay us what we feel like we're worth. And and part of the problem is that maybe we think we're worth too much. But you know what? Honestly, if you look at what they're making off of us and you look at what they're paying us, there's a fucking enormous chasm. Between that those two figures, there's the Grand fucking Canyon there. Okay, they're charging 150, 175, 200 dollars an hour, and they're paying us 20, 30 bucks an hour. Does it sound fair to you? It doesn't sound fair to me, and to a lot of my technician compares, to my associates that turn wrenches with me, it doesn't feel fair. Oh, sure, they do a lot of other things besides spend money. You know, oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take care of the healthcare for you. Okay, great, but the deductibles are fucking killing me, and we're gonna feed you every once in a while. Sure, that's just great. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I need money. Can't pay my mortgage with pizza. So we're out there telling people that they shouldn't get into this business. But you know what? Some kids do want to get into this business. Some young people do actually want to become automotive technicians. And uh, I say, okay, more power to them if they want to do it. Okay. But you're going to find, let's say 100,000 kids right now are in automotive tech schools and are looking to get a job working in a, in a car dealer or in an independent repair shop. Out of those 100,000 kids, 75,000 of them will not be doing this job in three years, three to five years. We'll we'll say five years, okay? In five years, 75,000 of them will decide that the job sucks all on their own and find something else to do with their life and they'll probably be better off. But those 25,000 people are spread out across the United States working at shops and dealers where there's actually probably 100, 150, or 200,000 job openings, okay? So there's part of the problem. The supply is low, the demand is high, and yet still people are ignoring the fact that when that happens, the pay for the people who are supplying the supply should be higher, but it's not. Not yet anyway. It's getting there. It is getting there boys and girls. I'm telling you that the light at the end of the tunnel is on. It's pretty fucking bright. If you can't see it, keep looking. It's there, okay? That's just my opinion. I've seen it though. I've seen some of the pay plans that are available out there from some of the dealers and they get it they understand it's a hard job it gets harder every day it sucks if they want people to do it they're going to have to pay end of sentence they know that it's money at the end of the day cookies and ice cream and cake and pizza and health care benefits none of that stuff really matters it's going to be the pay so i take the folding green stuff home and i spend it on stuff i want i need a house i spend it on that i need a car i spend it on that i need food i spend it on that but we're out there telling people not to do this. And it's a public service, really. It is. Because it's it's a hard job and it sucks. And if you're not up to it, really, I mean, you can certainly try it if you want. But one of the other problems that we're finding in, in our field is that these kids, say these 100,000 kids that are coming out of whatever tech schools they are coming out of, they haven't learned shit some of them are dumber than a box of fucking rocks. Why is this? Why would you pay? And obviously they're paying less than, than somebody who goes to a four-year college, but why would you pay to go to an automotive tech school and then not learn anything? Not figure shit out. This is part of the problem. And this is what I wanted to bounce off you guys. Okay. I gave you a brief synopsis of why nobody should go into this field. But if you're going to go into this field, here is a, a signpost. This is, it's like, a journey. You, this is where you pass go and you get $200. When you start working at a shop or a dealer, obviously you have to start at the very fucking bottom. You are the new guy. People are going to fuck with the new guy. We've talked about it a thousand fucking times already. People are going to fuck with you. They're going to have to try to figure out A, if you have a good attitude, B, if you have a sense of humor, and C, if you know what the fuck you're doing. And the chances are A, you don't have a good sense of humor. And B, you, you don't take a joke well. And C, you don't know everything. Fine, we can deal with that, okay? You're a little sensitive. We'll try to take it easy on you. Um, if you if you can't take a joke, okay, we won't joke with you. Okay, But if you don't know anything, all that, the rest of that shit doesn't matter. You're fucking worthless to us. You have to know things. Now, maybe your tech school taught you the basics and that was it. Or maybe you just got the basics and that was it. That's fine. We could deal with that as long as your attitude's okay. But in the beginning... When a new hire shows up, when somebody wants to come work for you and they have really no experience and they have no training, you need to find a way to figure out if they know what they're doing. And you don't want to do that by turning them loose on your customer's cars. Because as we talked about before, that's your reputation. Okay. If a new guy goes in and he strips the living fucking piss out of an oil drain plug because he doesn't know how to tighten anything because nobody ever taught him how to tighten something correctly. You don't want to find that out the hard way. You don't want that customer calling up and saying, listen, I got seven fucking quarts of 30 engine oil on my garage fucking floor because somebody overtightened the living fucking piss out of my drain plug. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. It might be funny to some people. It's not funny to me. Not funny to the customer. Certainly not funny to the service manager. Not funny to anybody who has to pay for that. Is that kid liable for that? Well, no, not really. Should he be? Mm, I don't know. It's a toss-up. It depends on how you feel about the new kid. If his attitude's good, maybe you cut him some slack. If he's an asshole who can't take a joke, then you want to just fire him on the spot and say, get the fuck out of here, asshole. All right, so what I was thinking was, and this is what I wanted to bounce off you guys out there, is should your dealership have some sort of a test? Not anything super elaborate like an ASC test. Maybe just a 10 or 15 question test that says that you give to somebody who you're going to hire. That, and it's not one of these personal per, uh, personality profile tests. I kind of think that those things are stupid. I used to give those years ago when I ran a parts store. And I would tell the kids that took them how to beat it. I, I would tell them the same thing all the time. I'd say, listen, you have to take this test as if you were Adolf Hitler and the Pope. Okay? If your brother steals a nickel, you want to fucking put him in the, strap him into the electric chair and kill him. He should never do that. Okay? That was how you took those tests. You had to be a hard ass. Either way, if they're like, oh, you know, one of your best cashiers steals $20 out of the till, what do you do? And the answer is you chop her fucking hands off, okay? That was the answer, that was the answer. This test would just be 15 simple questions. You have to tighten lug nuts. What is the proper procedure for tightening lug nuts on a car? Well, okay, we all know what our impact guns can do, how they tighten. We have three, my gun has three settings. It has stun, maim, and kill, and when I'm putting lug nuts on, I want to put it on stun, because I want, if if the customer ever gets a flat tire and they need to change it on the side of the road, they'll be able to get it off. If I put it on kill, they will not be able to get it off. And quite frankly, maybe I won't even be able to get it off because that motherfucker gets it some bitch tight. But you need To come up with a, maybe, maybe we could get together and come up with a test, 15, 20 questions where they take this test and and depending on their answers, you can find out if they A, learned anything at tech school, B, know anything besides tech school, C, have ever worked on a car before ever, if, or D, if they know how tight to make something so that it doesn't strip, but it's tight properly. Okay. Now we know that the proper tightness for every nut and bolt and screw ever made by man anywhere is based on its thread pitch and how many threads per inch or per millimeter it has. Okay, we know that. All the torques are figured out based on the thread. And sometimes they're modified for the material that the fasteners are made out of and or the material that they are screwed into, okay? but this is just something that you know as a mechanic. And even if you don't know it, you probably learned it anyway. And just know that if you're tightening a metal, a steel drain plug into an aluminum oil pan, that if you go too fucking tight, those threads are gonna give up and say, fuck this. I'm not holding that fucking thing anymore. You know that. And you need that kid to learn that or have already learned that. And you wanna know if he's learned that. So if you ask him a question, how do you know when something's tight? With a torque wrench boom that's the answer you want because early on if i see a kid who just started three weeks ago and he's tightening up an oil drain plug with a torque wrench i'm fine with that later on he'll figure out how tight he can get it by just doing it by hand but for right now knowing that he doesn't know how to do that just yet if he tightens him up with a torque wrench i'm cool with that you should be cool with that too where i work i don't know who's doing this but somebody wrote 25 on all the drain plugs that's 25 newton meters for our drain plugs on the cars I work on? Well, I'm pretty sure I know how tight 25 Newton meters is with my arms and my hands. I mean, I have, I'm not going to say that my arms and my hands are a torque wrench, but I know how tight within reason 25 newton meters is i can tighten up a drain plug without stripping the fucking piss out of it without it leaking without thinking that it's going to leak without thinking that it's going to strip i don't have to worry about it i've got the feel the new guys aren't going to have the feel there's no way to give them the feel there's no way to sell it to them there's no way they can buy it on a stamp on truck same with experience you go to buy experience they proof you if you're too young you don't have it you can't buy it okay you just have to earn it but with the simple short test I'm I'm debating whether it should be 10, 15, or 20 questions. You could give this to a new hire and it would tell you the answers that you get back from this kid, this person. It would tell you if they're the kind of, employee you want to have and they could be stupid questions i mean you know how do you know when something's tight you tighten it with a torque wrench to the proper torque boom that should be the answer okay uh you know somebody makes a joke about your mom do you a get upset do you b go crying to the manager c do you punch that guy in the face or d all of the above or e none of the above well depending on the answer because i mean if you got a shop full of clowns people who like to pick on each other like every fucking shop i've ever worked in they're going to pick on you Okay, and here's the deal: if you can take a joke, people are going to joke with you. And if you can take a joke, you're good. But if you can't take a joke, people are going to joke with you, and they're going to try to make you hurt. The way it, this is this is the actual saying: if you can take a joke, people laugh with you. If you can't take a joke, people laugh at you, and that's the difference. So if you come in and you have a good attitude and you can take a joke, you're probably going to be good automotive technician material end of sentence end of sentence attitude attitude's a big deal if you get in there and in the first week they tell you to go to the basement and get some more uh cans of steam and you go looking for the basement and they don't fucking have one and you come back and you just go ha nice nice thanks thanks a lot thanks for the hazing asshole that's almost the perfect response you know you have to let them know that you can take a joke and you can dish it out a little bit too okay if you're the new guy All right. And we talked about new guys before, but I really am interested in sorting them out before they even get started. This is why when my service manager or a general manager, anybody who has the word manager behind their fucking job title, hires somebody for the dealership and they haven't talked to at least one of the technicians or possibly the shop foreman. I think the shop foreman is probably the best the best person to talk to. If you hire a technician, if you're a service manager and you hire a technician and he never ever speaks to the shop foreman before you hire him, then you are not doing your fucking job right. End of sentence, okay? If you fucking talk to a guy and you think he'd be a good technician and you hire him without talking to the shop foreman, you yourself should be fired, okay? Because your opinion and your point of view doesn't fucking matter, out in the shop okay you might say oh this kid's great you know he comes to us he's got he's got good grades from from tech school and he's got a good attitude and then he comes in and he doesn't know fucking jack shit he's got a shit attitude and he's got an ego to boot and and we all want to kill him after the first week we're gonna blame you okay because this guy was this way before he interviewed with you and you saw it but you didn't recognize it but you know what a shop foreman can a shop foreman can He can recognize when somebody's going to be somebody he can work with and when he can't. Or another technician, even, if you don't have a shop for him. Just bring in another technician. Somebody who's been there for a couple, two, three years, maybe five or even ten years. Somebody who's got some seniority in the shop. Somebody who this kid is going to go to and ask questions of when he gets there, if he gets there. Bring that guy in and have him talk to him, okay? Because if he comes in and the kid's snotty and he's got an attitude, he thinks he knows everything and his attitude is shit and he can't take a joke and the foreman says, don't fucking hire that kid. Do not hire that kid because I will murder him on the first fucking day. And the service manager should say, okay, okay, great. I respect your opinion, which is really difficult for a service manager to say anyway. But if he says, okay, I respect your opinion, we're not gonna hire him, fine. Okay, end of sentence, boom. And I think that if you have a test this can help you sort out whether or not a potential technician is any good at all and and the questions like I said the questions can vary from you know somebody makes a joke about your mom what do you do you know how how tight is something how's a, how's it how does an ignition coil work you know what's secondary air do you damage a car what's the first thing you should do uh you know you run over something and it flattens a tire what do you do, you know, what do you, what do, you do in these situations, you know? And, and based on the answers, you can look at them and say, I, I don't want this fucking kid working here. Or may, maybe his answers are perfect. Maybe he does everything exactly what way you want him to and say, okay, I can work with this kid. He's got a good attitude and a good sense of humor. He can take a joke. He's going to be good. He knows things. There's things he knows that some of the other fucking technicians probably don't even know he's going to be one of the good ones, okay? Let's bring him in. Let's get him started. Now, the other thing that needs to happen, and I believe that this is another problem that we have with our industry, with our occupation, is that management will bring in an employee from wherever. It doesn't even really matter. It could be trained, untrained, could be experienced, unexperienced, new, old, young, old, whatever. He doesn't have a plan for that guy, for that person, for that lady, for whoever it is, if it's a guy or if it's a girl. If it's a technician he doesn't have a plan there's no fucking plan in place for that particular employee and that is a big 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 mistake because people want to know and i'm i fall, i'm in this boat too i want to know a if i'm doing a good job or not okay i need some feedback really i need some feedback I want somebody to come up to me and say, you know what, and and if I've been there a year, I want somebody to come up to me and say to me, you know what, you've been here a year, you do a fabulous job, you keep your comebacks to a minimum, you keep your area clean, uh, you know, you're always working, you do what you're supposed to do, uh, you do it well, you have a good attitude, people like you, keep up the good work. Now, if you're not gonna give me a raise, at least do that, okay? Or if you come up to me and say, okay, here's what's good about what you do. You, you're good at this, you're good at this, you're good at this. I would like to see some improvement in the, in maybe just keeping your base clean. Because a lot of you I know are messy motherfuckers. <laughs> I know a lot of you are messy motherfuckers. And really it doesn't have anything to do with how you work, how well you work, how good you are at what you do. It doesn't have anything to do with it. But it does have a lot to do with the image that the shop projects to people who might come through there. So if you could if you could conceivably clean up a little bit. That's all. I'm not asking for, I'm not asking you to make it spick and span. I'm not asking you to clean your ears out and sweep behind your box every day. But if you could get this, if you could just stay a little bit neater, it would help us all out. Because if somebody rolls through and they see a guy who's just an absolute complete slob, he's got parts and shit and fluids and cars all torn apart, I'm not sure I would want to take my car to that shop so that guy could work on it. But if he's got, you know, if he's got a really clean work area and all the parts that are off the car or in a pile you know neatly put out of the way so he doesn't trip over them and the fluids have all been cleaned up and 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 you know he's, he's got somewhat of a nice area to work in yeah you know that's part of the deal you want people to to look at this guy and say oh this guy knows what he's doing and he's got a nice clean neat work area boom we're good to go you know I can take criticism just as well as anybody but if you're going to bring me criticism don't manage from the negative I fucking hate that worse than anything if you remember every goddamn thing I ever did that was wrong back to the day I started but you never say a one motherfucking thing about all the fucking shit that I fixed on time and correctly. Then fuck you. I don't need you around. Okay. Don't manage from the negative. I hate that. That's worse. That's that literally is the worst thing ever. But man, if you've got a complaint with the way I do something, give me the credit for what I do right. Then tell me what I what I need to improve on. I'll take that all day long, man. I can take it all with a grain of salt, baby. Maybe I'm maybe I'm good at what I do. Maybe I'm clean. I'm neat. I have a good attitude. I'm friendly. Everybody likes me. I get along with the parts department. Boy, there's something that a lot of you don't. <laughs> But I come in late every day. You could you could even come in and just say, dude, we're supposed to start at 7.30, but yet every day you're here at eight, on the almost on the button. What's going on there? It's, dude, I have to put kids on the bus. I have to take care of the dog. My, I have to, you know, my wife has to give me a ride. Whatever it is, explain to them. Say, I can get here at eight. I don't have a problem. And if you haven't noticed, I'm always here later. I'm always here. It's not like you're not getting the work out of me. I'm here later. One of those deals, okay? You need people you can talk to. And if you've got a service manager or a shop owner who you can talk to, who will give you the good with the bad, who will take the bad, the good with the bad, then you've got a good one. Somebody who will work with you when they're going to hire somebody. Okay, now I worked at an independent not too long ago. And they listened to me when I asked them to make sure that when they hired somebody, they knew what they were up to and God bless them. Everybody they hired was fucking smarter than me. So I can't, I can't give them any shit in that department. There were some other things that they weren't that great at, but you know what? It's just the way it goes. You know, it wasn't, it isn't really too hard to find people that are smarter than me for Christ's sakes. I'm a freaking moron, but uh, I look good. My resume looks good. So <laughs> I look good on paper. Anyway, Moving on, I wanted I wanted to get your opinion on possibly having a test for some of the really young new hires, and maybe maybe you could give me some sample questions that you might think of. You know, uh, hit us up on the on Facebook. We have a page on there. It's obviously called Grease the Wheels. Put in your comments, your problems. In the, you know, if you've had problems with new hires in the past, I, I'd like to hear those problems. I, I definitely like the input, and sometimes respond to it. Uh, I don't just read it and go. That guy doesn't know he's talking about. It. I always read it. If you have a point of view, I'd like to hear that. If even if it doesn't, you know, even if your point of view is that I suck and you hate me, I'd like to hear that too. Uh, I'm a man. I have a fairly good ego, but uh, I know that I'm not the best thing that ever happened to this planet. So, uh, but hit me up with some with some feedback on this on this issue. I'd like to or this uh, this particular uh, podcast because I'd like to know if you feel like we should test new hires when they're fresh out of tech school and if we should and what questions we might want to have on a test like that. That's just my thinking as far as having new guys around. Anyway, yeah, definitely hit us up on Facebook if you got a comment or any kind of input at all. All right. Uh, Good or bad. I'll take the bad with the good. I'll take the good with the bad, whatever. Uh, This one thing that is good about me is that I know how to sign off and that's when I do that, I say I'm going to sign off and then I say, see ya.
0: So that is it for this week's episode of Grease the Wheels. Hey, make sure you keep those good reviews coming over there on iTunes. We appreciate those. Make sure if you know anybody who would like the show, you share the show with them. We really appreciate getting out to everybody who works on, well, pretty much anything. We're going to have some new stuff coming up for you, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. Can't really tell you that much about it right now, but it's going to be a little bit longer format show, but same old Great Uncle Jimmy content that you have come to know and love. This week's featured automotive content creator is Rust Belt Mechanic. He's got a new video out on how to inspect a vehicle for the beginner mechanic. Now, this obviously is an episode about the new guys and, you know, if you're a new guy yourself, obviously heed Uncle Jimmy's words and make sure you check out this video by Rust Belt Mechanic just came out yesterday. Great stuff. So that is it for this week's episode of Grease the Wheels. Next week we are talking about the law. Good times, good times, my friends. Take care.